Hi, this is Christine Backus, and this is a bonus recording for the Natural Wisdom Podcast, recorded on July 6th, 2021. In this short meditation, we'll get an experience of being connected with the sun and its cycles and know ourselves as nature and part of nature. So find a comfortable spot to stand, sit, or lie down, whatever whatever your choice, preferably not driving a car, preferably someplace where you can pay attention to yourself and your sensations and your experience. And once you're situated, we're just gonna start with noticing our bodies, noticing our physical sensations. One of the easiest ways to do that is to notice what you're sitting or lying on and the places where the body comes into contact with the earth, whether it's mediated through a floor or props or a chair or 20 floors of a high rise. Just notice the places where the body is in contact with something. And just examine the fact that's the earth. Whatever you're in contact with is the earth itself. And from there, we can just notice the breath and the sensations of the breath. Notice the expansion and contraction, the ebb and flow of the breath coming into the body and then leaving the body. This is one of our inherent connections with the rest of the world around us as we take in and then offer back. Receive and offer that ever-flowing rhythm of breath of in and out. And now to get a sense of our connection with the sun, We're just going to start by noticing warmth in the body, wherever you feel warmth. Perhaps you can feel warmth on your skin. Perhaps you can feel the warmth of the breath as it exits the nostrils. And then over the next couple of breaths, bring your attention to the solar plexus. Bring your attention to that part of the body between the navel and the rib cage. You might even put a hand there. It's called solar plexus, meaning the center, the sun center of the body. And you can start to imagine, perhaps, or sense, if you can, that this is, in a, in a way, our sun center, right? That's what it means. It's what the term for this place means, this place in the body. So we get a sense of that warmth that's generated there in the solar plexus. And in Ayurveda, sister science to yoga, we might call this the seat of the digestive fire. The digestion is a fire. It's called Agni in Sanskrit. 
the digestion is a fire and it resides throughout the body, but the easiest place to come into contact with it is here at the solar plexus, right at the heart of the gut. We actually have a fire, a miniature sun, a reflection of the sun in every cell of the body in the mitochondria. But for now, we'll just focus here in the gut. So once you get a sense of your inner sun, if you're outside, it might be easy to connect with the outer sun. You can just sense or imagine this inner sun as a reflection of the outer sun. So feeling the warmth that it generates in the body, feeling the warmth of the digestive fire, which is as as is the sun out in the sky, out in the world, that inner sun is the process. It's the the seat of transformation. It's what governs the process of transformation. It's what gives us our vitality. And in the case of that digestive fire in the gut, it's what transforms what's outside into what's inside. It's what transforms food and earth and the consciousness around us into our own consciousness. It's the transformative force. It's what takes earth and transforms it into human. And thus, of course, deserves our honor and our respect and, in a sense, our worship, which we do through gratitude rituals or through conscious eating or any way that we connect with our food as well. Whole blo- There's a whole podcast on that coming at some day. But for now, just getting a sense of that inner sun and the outer sun and the fact that one reflect- reflects the other. And then for a couple of moments, let's just contemplate how the sun moves in the sky. We're going to contemplate that from a daily point of view, but also from an annual point of view. So you might imagine or sense or remember how the sun appears in the sky the very first part of the morning. It's a wonderful thing to watch. If you're not accustomed to watching the sun coming up over the horizon, it's highly recommended for one of the ways to get in touch with the sun, both externally and internally. As the sun comes up over the horizon, at least where I am right now, the birds have already been very active, quite noisy, as they almost like they sing the sun into existence. Just as it even begins to get light, they're starting to get active and make noise. The earth is starting to wake up here. The air changes, the temperature starts to change. It begins to drop actually at first. And then the moisture starts to condense out of the air. And then as the sun starts to come over the horizon, things begin to warm up and get even a little bit more active in a sense, but also a little heavier with that moisture condensing. 
And in fact, the birds get a little bit quieter as the sun comes up over the horizon, interestingly enough. So at this point, hopefully we're out of bed, maybe moving around a little bit, breaking up the heaviness of the night. And that inner warmth is getting going, perhaps, at this point of the day. In Ayurveda, we would suggest having all of our meals during daylight hours. A little bit of a challenge in the middle of the winter in a northern hemisphere. But at least something to aim for. Because as we reflect on our inner sun and how it reflects the outer sun, that sun is becoming brighter and hotter as it gets up in the sky, as is our digestive fire. So as the sun climbs towards its highest point in the day, so does our digestive sun, our inner sun, come to its hottest point and its strongest power. So midday is one of the best times for your biggest and most complex meal. This is the time to have a nice, big, relaxed lunch and allow that meal to become the fuel for the rest of the day. In some cultures, in some situations, this might be the only meal we have. And then just contemplating again the path of the sun across the sky during the course of the day. It starts to drop down towards the horizon now. Things don't really cool off yet though, right? They don't cool off until the sun gets up quite a bit lower in the sky because the heat is concentrating. And this time of that highest heat is often a good time for a little bit of a rest. Until the sun really does start to get lower and perhaps the energy levels begin to build again. And then as the sun drops closer and closer to the horizon, this may be the time for our last meal of the day, maybe our lightest meal of the day, in fact, as we get ready to wind down for the day as the sun drops below the horizon. In the height of summer, perhaps we get another little burst of energy as the sun drops below the horizon and it cools off. But in any case, we start to slow down a bit and get ready for the night and prepare to sleep. When the sun sleeps, that's our cue to sleep. And as the light leaves the sky and the sky gets dark and the sun drops below, well below the horizon, this is a time for us to also come to rest And then as the sun crosses the, the midnight hour, the midnight place, the place where it's the lowest in the sky from our perspective, wherever we are, there's another digestive cycle that happens, but this is a detoxification cycle. This is one of the reasons why eating a light supper before sunset 
and then going to bed as it gets dark is one of the best practices we can do for our health. If you're not in that cycle, perhaps this contemplation and connection with your inner sun and the outer sun can help you start to move towards that direction. This is one of the strongest ways to support our health and our detoxification on a daily basis. And then, of course, the cycle repeats again. And now you've been through one complete sun cycle just with contemplation and sensing into the body. Perhaps feeling that warmth again in your own solar plexus. Connecting again in your own body with your inner sun if you lost that during the whole meditation just coming back over and over to the body and its own sensations and starting to connect with that solar plexus that inner fire that inner digestive fire that inner transformation and then just for a few moments just want to spend a couple of moments getting a sense of how that fire changes over the course of the year. After the summer solstice, wherever that is, whenever that is for you, depending on which hemisphere you're in. After the summer solstice, the sun, of course, starts to get lower in the horizon. And our digestive fire starts actually to concentrate a little bit as the sun, if you will, sort of concentrates in the sky and gets lower and lower. Again, this is an entire podcast in itself, but just for this moment, just again, sense or imagine how the sun gets lower and lower in the sky and the daylight hours get shorter and shorter through the year after the summer solstice. And the food that's available to us changes as well. Even if you live in the midst of a city, if especially if you have access to a farmer's market, you can get a sense of what actually is grown and harvested at different times of the year. At least here in the northern hemisphere, as the sun gets lower in the sky, we start to harvest grains and starchier foods. We start to run lower on after that first flush of harvest in the late summer, early fall, we start to run lower on the fresher vegetables. By now we're done with greens. Maybe we're harvesting the the late summer fruits. And then we begin to harvest the fall fruits, things like apples, grains, start to get some of the winter storage crops. The root vegetables come into season in the late fall. And then as the sun gets lower and lower towards the horizon, our food stores, what we're eating are things that we can store over the winter. Things that are heavier foods with maybe more nutrition packed into them, heavier, more nutrient-dense meat, grains, again, starchier, heavier proteins. And then as we cross through the winter solstice, 
This is the quietest time of the year, the darkest time of the year, the time when perhaps we are resting the most, taking it a little bit easier, maybe going more inward, just as the light has disappeared or is disappearing from the sky, perhaps our light is more generated from within and perhaps with less light out there, we get used to less light and we have our shorter days. We honor the shorter days. We honor the sun being gone from the sky at least for a little while. And then just as with our daily cycle, as the sun begins to build back up its light after the winter solstice, we can start to build up our vitality and our light as the sun gets closer and closer to the equinox and the earth starts to come back to life we are perhaps beginning to come back to life becoming a little bit more active Gradually, our diet will shift again if we're following the seasons, if we're remembering ourselves as part of nature and connected to nature and not going against the wisdom of nature as we can do in our society. We can override the natural signals and in fact, most of us are taught to and most of our culture, um, at least what we uh, hear and absorbed from without in terms of the cultural messages have not much to do with these natural cycles. But as we get toward out of spring and towards summer, what we see in the farmers markets, for example, if they're starting to come back to life, as we see more green things, we see much lighter foods. This is a period where we don't have access to as much food in nature because we're in that in-between period, this is a great time for a fast. Many cultures fast at this time of year as they're coming out of winter. This helps us release the winter heaviness and reset our digestion. We're also resetting our digestion at this time of year and resetting our energy levels as we clear out the old and make way for the new in a literal sense as well as a metaphorical sense. And then the sun and the digestive strength that have been concentrated within over the winter and then more strongly able to break down those heavier foods begins to disperse again throughout the body. As we come back into the summer time of the year and the foods that we eat, the things that we eat are more, in a sense, they're almost pre-digested without even being cooked because they're, they're um, you could almost call them already in the process of transformation on the vine, right? Because we're eating the fruits. We're eating that, it's a different concentration um, of nutrients, what we get in the fruits that come ripe in the summers. So now we've been through a daily cycle of the sun. We've been through an annual cycle of the sun. Coming back now for a couple of moments again, just into the sensations in the body. Feeling the inner warmth, the solar plexus, 
It's remembering that there's that inner sun that reflects the outer sun. And even though we're focusing, again, on focusing on that solar plexus, we also know that there's an inner sun in distributed throughout the body. There's a there's digestive fire distributed throughout the body. Every tissue has a digestive fire. Every cell has a digestive fire. And when we connect with the sun and relate consciously to that inner digestive fire, we can strengthen it and honor it, which will stand us in good stead for our lifetime and for our health, as well as for how we treat our bodies and how we remember ourselves as nature. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for honoring your body. Thank you for honoring the sun. Thank you for honoring nature, both within and without. You might take a couple of moments to just connect again with the breath. If your eyes are closed, open the eyes, come back to the space around you. Enjoy your day and maybe enjoy the sun just a little bit more today. Thank you.